More sources are confirming that an Xbox Developer Direct is on the way, and I wanted to talk through my expectations as well as my predictions for the event. After the success of last year's event, it seemed reasonable to expect another one this year, especially since we still do not have any release dates for all the Xbox games that have been announced for 2024. It would make sense to save those dates for a January kickoff event, and I think that will be a significant part of what we see. But now we also have Tom Henderson, Insider Gaming, and Windows Central weighing in, saying the event is coming. Now I put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video, so you don't have to go looking for it as sort of an opening monologue and then I discuss it with the live audience so if you're watching this later make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my live shows According to sources in the know, an Xbox Developer Direct is coming again in January, and I have some predictions and expectations about what will be there and what they will announce. I even have my own guess at what the game will drop as a shadow drop or maybe just a quick launch after the event. I recently did a video where I said that Xbox should do more shadow drops with Game Pass and the armada of content that they now own. A shadow drop at every event doesn't sound that far-fetched. They could also surprise drop big-name titles from Activision onto Game Pass at an event as part of sort of an upcoming marketing push. You could say, hey, we just added Black Ops 1 through 3 to Game Pass as part of the new Call of Duty marketing push for the new Call of Duty game. So first I want to talk about what we know as more and more sources are weighing in, in addition to the first source that claimed the event was coming and was going to have some type of of a shadow drop. Now, second, I want to look at the reaction to this. What are people hoping to see? Do we have any guesses at what the shadow drop will be? And then lastly, I'm going to tell you what I think. I've got expectations that I would like to see there, what I'm really expecting from events like this, but I do have some of my own predictions about what will happen. I actually think this is a great pattern for Xbox going forward to kick off the year with an event like a, and then basically don't show up again until the summer showcase. I think that's a wonderful way to pace out their content and their releases. So what do we know? Well, first, a couple of days prior to this sort of hitting, Insider Gaming was reporting on this, but prior to that, Jez Corden from Windows Central had the following to say. He said, I would bet money that you can expect something similar in the near term. I know from my conversations with Microsoft figures at in-person events last year that they are on board with more regular cadence of information sharing through events like the Xbox Developer Direct and the E3 well, no longer E3, but Xbox showcase events in June. I am actually fully in support of this. It allows companies to showcase smaller studios, smaller games, right? We've got lots of companies and lots of games now under the Xbox umbrella. Something I think state of plays from PlayStation have been good for, even though sometimes fans complain about the lack of big titles. I would like to see Xbox do something similar. I feel like games in the vein of 33 Immortals and Towerborn, well, they get more space if you're not saving anything for just one or two shows a year. The three games that Jez feels are pretty sure to be there at the Developer Direct are Avowed, Hellblade 2, and Towerborn. Now, he also mentioned Aura History Untold as well as Flight Sims. He think they as Flight Sim. He thinks they might actually be there, and they also might have a surprise up their sleeve, like the High Fi Rush Shadow Drop last year. Many people like me are hoping to see a little bit more of Avowed as well as a release date. Now, after that report. He started to get more details. Well, we, I'm sorry, started to get more details. Insider Gaming reported and said the following. A new post on Reddit by user Xantorn, who has been accurate in revealing showcase events in the past, claims that the next Xbox Direct will happen during the week of January 14th. Now, I am doing this show 
on January the 8th. So I would expect an announcement this week if this leaker is correct. They're going to say, hey, tune in next week to the Xbox Developer Direct. Now, they claim that they can't speak to the Shadow Drop, but apparently the date is now set and this is what they say the first xbox event of the year is going to be the week of the 14th can't speak on the shadow drop rumors but the date has now been set in stone the post reads now all of this comes on the heels of an image showing up on twitter okay let me show you the image all right so this showed up on twitter now i still think this is just a photoshop since the image is using the same blocks and the same date it's all identical to last year's promotional image they've just replaced the video games with video games of this year they've swapped in hellblade 2 towerborn avowed and aura but the person who posted this has gotten info correct in the past so if you're seeing this image floating around with that january 25th date on there again i think this is just sort of some kind of a photoshop just to say hey you know this thing is coming they said more info below but i i think they're just using last images uh, last year's image and they kind of photoshopped over top of it now their post claims that this event is coming and here's what they said in their tweet they said xbox is setting the stage for a new developer direct event following the footsteps of the successful start of 2023 at this upcoming event expect fascinating presentations and news from titles already announced giving players a look behind the curtain some of the most anticipated projects hellblade towerborn etc now this is obviously something that anybody could claim right any one of us could have sent this tweet it's not that hard to say oh yeah they're going to do a developer direct and these games are going to be there that we already know are coming in 2024 it's not that hard of a prediction to make but the second half of the tweet seems to indicate that they have some actual intel they said i'm told that during this event we could witness a new shadow drop or surprise release with the game being available at the same event or even several weeks later it may not be exactly the same as hi-fi rush but we would have something very similar from a game with a close release date. Now, they started with, like, I'm told. So they're indicating that they have been given some information by somebody in the know. And the Shadow Drop is definitely something that I could see Xbox doing more and more of. Or they might be experimenting with staggering the release to drive people to Game Pass. Like, you make the announcement, you're like, hey, in a week or two, this game's going to hit Game Pass. And you drive people to get Game Pass before that game actually drops. That might be, you know, a way to get new subscribers. They get a chance to see the value of Game Pass before this new game drops. What they might be trying to do is divorce the idea that you sign up for Game Pass for a particular game. Like, if you do a Shadow Drop, that might create that and foster that culture. Maybe they want to get away from that and say, no, we want people to sign up for Game Pass and see all the other games, all the other value before this game hits, and that's going to maybe increase the likelihood that they keep Game Pass long-term. Just to restate it, the Xbox games we know that are officially coming are Avowed, Hellblade, Stalker 2, 33 Immortals, A New Call of Duty, and Towerborn. Now, I'm seeing a lot of fan art being passed off as official Xbox art since the person who created it made their name so small, you almost can't see it. So be very careful when you're looking at something that's not officially from the Xbox Twitter account. I have seen lists that are including games like Clockwork Revolution and Indiana Jones, alright? Be careful about having your expectations set by stuff like this because I think the confirmed lineup for Xbox is actually really solid. Inflating people's expectations with fan-made promotional material is not a practice that I can endorse. So I don't even want to show you the image because you can't even see who made it. It looks like an official Xbox image and it is not so 
that's everything that we know what's the reaction been to all of this information now the first reaction i'm seeing is pretty common it's pretty understandable they say listen this is a great way to start the year I'm seeing a ton of people say this, and I really, really agree with this, okay? Especially if one of the focuses of the event is both gameplay and release dates. It suddenly dawned on me the other day that Avowed and Hellblade 2 are relatively close, and we've seen very little in the way of raw, uncut gameplay. So this could be a great way to kick off the year. And it would fall in line with where I see video game marketing heading, going like with these shorter, more closer to release date showcases and announcements, which I'm fully in support of. I don't like seeing games and announcements two, three, and four years before the games come out. I think we've moved past that era. Now, I did see a response that saw this sort of differently. They were talking about the release dates specifically, and they basically said this. They said, we better get release dates for 2024. We can't keep going into the new year with no release dates. I actually don't agree with the second part of this, okay? I I don't agree with this. If Xbox sets the expectation that here's what we know what's coming, and they just tell you 2024, 2024, like let's imagine at the end of 2024, they announce four to six games, and they all just say 2025. I'm totally fine with that if the pattern is that in January, they kick off the year with a developer direct, and they give us all those release dates. It allows the developers to avoid those pesky little delays of like, we need three to six more months. We've seen a handful of these delays that land somewhere between three to nine months. Now, sometimes they're a little bit longer than that, but there's nothing worse than being like, oh, this game's coming in February, and then you got to see that classic tweet image with a block of text, and they need a few more months. Usually when you're within 10 or 11 months of the game coming out, the release date's pretty rock solid. So if we start getting release dates in January for that year, I absolutely support this idea. I love the idea of not giving release dates until you know they are solid. So you can say 2024 on a bunch of games and then give us the release dates once we get into the year. I think that's a great pattern to set. Now, I did see some responses that asked something like the following. They would be like, I would love an update on Indiana Jones. I I saw Indiana Jones coming up quite a bit. I'll be honest, this is probably not happening at the developer direct indiana jones feels more like a summer showcase game you've got this big name ip you got a game we haven't seen or heard from in a while it feels like a better fit for a really big showcase the developer direct from my perspective it's more about what's coming this year now they may have some surprises i'll talk about that in a minute but i don't necessarily know if if indiana jones is the right fit for something like this that feels a little bit smaller in scale than like the summer showcase Now, I also saw a lot of people saying this is going to be a big year for Xbox. It certainly feels like the year that Xbox hits its stride and gains some momentum. 2023, in my opinion, was still a bit rocky, even though they did hit a better cadence than the previous years. With the already announced games combined with Activision Blizzard titles, I actually think this could be the biggest year that Xbox has had in a really long time. But then I started seeing some feedback that I strongly agree with okay and i I, i'm gonna show stalker 2 right now because again this is one where we're not really sure if we've seen raw gameplay we saw some people saying we need actual gameplay not just highly edited trailers and i think this is right on the money now is the time for lengthy uncut raw gameplay i want to see avowed i want to see hellblade 2 those are kind of the two that I'm, i'm i'm the most curious about stalker 2 sure they're targeting quarter one i am more interested to see what's raw gameplay of avowed and hellblade 2 look like okay there's no doubt that 
the earliest gameplay about Hellblade 2 is still disputed to this day, whether or not it's genuine, when they're on the beach and they're throwing the spears at the really big guy. And then the latest trailer received a lot of criticism for being very highly edited and dark. It's like you can't really see what's going on. I also think Avowed, it really has not earned my confidence yet. The first gameplay trailer, it just has a lot of quick cuts. It has a lot of, I would even say, almost rough animations. At one point, it seems like there's even frames missing when they swing the axe. This is just sort of one of the things that always gives me a little bit of pause about a game. It's very consistent, okay, that when an event like this happens, I'm always going to be consistent in this. I was the same way with PlayStation. Just please just show us raw gameplay. I want to see what the game looks like. I'm tired of in-engine footage and rendered gameplay or whatever the heck they decide to call it. Just Show us gameplay. Just show somebody walking around and doing stuff so we get a feel for what the game looks like. Now, we're also seeing lots of predictions about another shadow drop. People are very confident there's going to be some type of a shadow drop at this event. Now, I previously said in my video about shadow drops that this is one of the potential negative outcomes of shadow drops. It becomes an expectation, and then if it doesn't happen, gamers will be disappointed. But if Xbox is confident that they can do it on a regular basis, I would actually say to go for it. I would be like, you know what? Just nail it. Every single time that you feel like doing it drop one okay or maybe a less expectation setting approach would be to just sort of announce a game and then launch it in a week or two this is not exactly a shadow drop but it's close enough to garner the same type of excitement now there was definitely some negative and passively critical responses as well we we saw people that were maybe not that excited or whatever essentially what they said was they made jokes about in-engine footage or rough footage they said it's time to focus on games and real gameplay i really don't disagree with this sentiment at all more and more i think simulated or rendered or in-engine footage is just absolutely worthless because it almost inevitably ends up every time being nothing like the final product and you generally i think get negative reactions to that so it's time to just start showing the games as they are so that was some of the reactions some of the feedback that we are seeing so now let me tell you what i think okay i want to break this into two sections to make it very clear there are things that i'm predicting because it's fun to see right did i get it right did i get my my prediction card correct right it's like you're filling out a bracket okay so I want to make some predictions, but I also want to outline some of my expectations given where things stand right now with Xbox and the titles that are right around the corner. So first, let's just go with some of my predictions. I think it's very easy to predict the games that will be there. Hellblade 2 will be there. Avowed will be there. Towerborn. I think 33 Immortals in Aura History Untold will also be there. Now, I'm leaving room for Stalker 2 to make an appearance because they are aiming at a fourth quarter release, but they just have so many games to show up. Maybe Stalker does its own thing. Maybe they do something separately. I don't know why. It just my gut instinct tells me that Stalker Two won't be there for some reason, and I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not basing that off of anything. It's just like my gut says. I don't think Stalker Two will be there. I think they're going to do something else. They're going to do something on their own. Then now they might have Stalker Two there with a hard release date. That could be one of the surprises, right? They've not really put Stalker 2 out there front and center all that much because of the delay and now they're, they're kind of coming back out. I thought the latest gameplay trailer looked great. 
I do think we will get release dates for Hellblade 2 and Avowed. At the very least, that's almost a guarantee. We need to know when these games are coming. Well, 33 Immortals and Towerborn, I also think you're going to get release dates. I actually think Towerborn is the game that they're going to either shadow drop or do like a quick release. That, that This is the game that I think they're going to use for that fun surprise or that fun quick turnaround or whatever you want to call it. Now we're hearing rumors that a game from Double Fine called Kiln will be the shadow drop. Kiln is described as the following on the Double Fine's website. It is a multiplayer team-based brawler. This feels like the perfect Game Pass game, but I'm not really sure about a shadow drop. Now this is just an instinct thing, okay? I just feel like shadow drops work better with single player games, and I could be 100% wrong about this because they could see like a multiplayer game lining up perfectly with their ecosystem and Game Pass. So maybe Kiln is the shadow drop. So those are my predictions. That's just kind of, you know, some of my my gut instinct about what we might see and what's going on. Now, what do I expect? I expect lengthy, uncut gameplay. We have so much gameplay right now of Towerborn. Seven minutes right here, just on IGN. And that's from four months ago, okay? And I think a good example of lengthy gameplay would be what we saw recently from Helldivers 2. Roughly two and a half minutes of what a mission would look like, what combat's going to look like, what playing with other people would look like and from where I sit I think a lot of what we've seen right now is highly edited and we're very close to these games releasing I've said many times right I I, I expect release dates I think that's fair I've said this many times today that release dates should be a part of the event there was a lot of bluster at the end of 2023 about the lack of a roadmap for PlayStation and I politely pointed out that nobody had a roadmap for Xbox we didn't have dates we had games that said they were coming in 2024 and that was it then Nintendo did their direct so now we know what Nintendo's doing then PlayStation did a trailer and a blog outlining what's coming this year from them we've got dates for the first quarter so now it's Xbox's turn to let us know when the games are coming out So the last thing I expect, though, I think is a little less specific. I expect one to two surprises. One of those surprises is probably the shadow drop or the quick release. Now, the other surprise could be a game or a game dev that we're just not expecting. Something to really drive the headlines. A bunch of games that we know are coming, getting release dates. Well, that's great. We knew these games were coming, getting release dates. Now we all know the exact times they're coming. But a surprise appearance can really drive home the point that Xbox is starting the year strong. So, The reason I want lengthy gameplay is Avowed and Hellblade 2 are right around the corner and I don't feel like we've seen lengthy, uncut versions of these games. And if they're coming this year, that should not be difficult to do. So I've got expectations. I've got predictions. That's what they are for the Developer Direct of 2024. But hey, that's just what I think. What do you think? So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions, sort of a closing segment here. Before I talk to the live audience, these types of showcases will always be debated, both during the showcase and after. Everybody's either sort of angry that their favorite game didn't show up, or someone thinks a game looks mid just because it doesn't interest them. I've said a few times recently that I think Xbox has a lineup for 2024 that interests me a lot more than the lineup in 2023. And that's largely because I thought it was very clear early on 
that Redfall was just not going to be that great. And then I'm not into racing games. So that really only left Hi-Fi Rush and Starfield. And rhythm games have never really been my cup of tea. But this year, everything Xbox has is a game type or a franchise that I'm interested in. And that might be the opposite for you. You might look at this year and think it's weak compared to last year. Maybe you thought 2023 was a great year for you. But that's the beauty of game preferences and having different opinions. The second thing I want to say is this. Xbox seems to be standing on the precipice of a very different approach to gaming. And I am likely going to have to do a second show about all the things we're hearing. I I could not deviate to a new show. I saw all the stuff over the weekend about Xbox, and it very much confirms a few previous shows that I did. I got a lot of hate for saying that Xbox was evolving as a brand and a platform, and first party and third party. I got so much hate for that, and it's looking like it's all coming true. So... Maybe some I told you so's are on the way, but that doesn't mean that 2024 cannot be a strong showing for Xbox owned or Xbox published games. That's definitely something that I want to see. I want to balance out my attention and playtime of where I spend my gamer hours. My conclusion is this from where I sit, Xbox is in a good spot to kick off 2024. The two things that gamers like almost as much as playing games is seeing new gameplay and getting release dates. There's nothing that irritates me more than a big cinematic trailer with no info, no date, no gameplay, nothing. I don't mind using trailers like that to announce something on like Twitter or YouTube, but at a showcase, it always drives me nuts. And the Developer Direct might become one of my favorite live events in the gaming space because they're just going to be focusing inevitably on gameplay and release dates. Those are my favorite things to happen at a showcase. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Now it's time to hear your thoughts. And that's the show open. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, guys. Thank you so much for being here. I do not want to talk about the Xbox first party thing, third party thing. I haven't had a chance to research it. I don't know who's saying what or why they're saying it. I was very busy over the weekend with the family. And I just didn't have time to look at it. So that will be another show. So please, I'm going to ask you guys politely today. Let's not hijack today. Today is about the developer direct, what you think will be there, what you think will be the shadow drop, uh, you know, what games are coming in what order, what games you're looking forward to the most. I want to focus on that. We're going to have to do a completely second separate show about that and kicking off the day really strong royal duck rejoined royal duck you're going to want to bump up out of the gifted category to member make sure you do that but we got a five bomb from mash to kick the day off and then lancelot gifts a single han shot first and so did you mash thank you so much for starting the day that strong six members out of the gate And we appreciate you guys doing that so, so much. And if you get a membership on this channel, you get immediate access to the Discord. I gift members every 25, so if you're watching on a regular basis, you're very likely to get a membership. And we don't really promote the Discord all that much, but you can get in there with a membership, even if I pay for it or somebody else pays for it. You get into the Discord right away. There's no limitation on that. And that's designed for you to get a sample. You get to team up with people, talk with people, play games with people. You can also listen to the show in there and have no character limit if you're trying to chat and you get annoyed by the character limit on YouTube. That's something that I actually wish that we could in increase but they don't let us um but you can get into the discord and you can type as much as you want smiley with 24 months in a vip that's two full years and keithius gifts 
a member and keeps the member going. Thank you, Royal Duck, for upgrading to the member tier. We made that change because I would say 90% of our members are gifted. That's how generous you guys are. And then I give back as well. There are weeks sometimes where I'm you know, gifting 100 to 200 members by the end of the week and those add up and that's a lot of people and we want to make sure that we have that that nice nice category for you that hey when you're gifted you get a community game night every month you get the discord we do a daily Q&A as well and then if you bump up and grab the membership yourself for a dollar more you get into even more content so we do have that staggered in that way is stalker an exclusive or a timed exclusive there's been speculation about that feat I don't know. I, as it stands now, it 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 has all of the hallmarks of of an exclusive. It does, but it could be a timed exclusive. It wouldn't surprise me if maybe they started approaching uh, these guys, right? They start approaching these developers with very different offers and saying, all right, let's do a time exclusive deal. We'll, uh, we'll throw you on to Game Pass. We'll give you some good marketing. We'll, you know, we'll put your trailers out there. Um, it seems as though that that could be true of Stalker. Like, as it stands right now, if you just look at the trailers, like, it looks like an Xbox exclusive. But upon further inspection, the more we've looked at it, it's like, well, it could be a time exclusive. It's, it's hard to tell. They've not really come out and said definitively. Eugene says, my understanding is it's timed. Yeah, I don't know. They've not necessarily come out and said anything uh, specific about it. Stalker's a time deal, says Paul. Yeah, I mean, have they come out and said that anywhere? Because we had this question the other day, and I swear we went and looked it up, and like we couldn't get a solid answer. Stalker devs have already said they have no intention of developing for PlayStation. Well, then where else would it come? Stalker 2 will be exclusive to Xbox for three months. Okay, but if if what if what stat if what Stratton's saying is true, then is it not coming to PC at launch? Is, it, is that how they're handling it then? Are they going to hit Xbox first and then hit PC three months later? Is it timed in that way? As part of an internal Xbox document acquired by The Verge, Microsoft shared a snapshot of the newly designed, uh, newly signed ID Xbox games, including terms of their exclusivity. In these documents, Xbox confirms that the upcoming Stalker 2 will be an Xbox console exclusive for three months. See, that says console exclusive. That makes it sounds like it is that that, that sounds like it is going to come to PlayStation. If it's a, if it's a timed console exclusive, that screams will end that it'll end up on PlayStation. You have it sitting in my. You have it sitting in your pre-orders. Oh, it's already on Steam. Well, then, yeah, I, I don't know. I, Xbox is not the publisher of the game on console or on PC, so they just paid for timed exclusivity. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I, that 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 might be why. Oh my hoodie fell on the floor. Hang on one second. I was doing some stuff in here and I moved the microphone and it usually holds my hoodie up and my wife's microphone boom is in like a different spot now. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that might be why my gut, like I said, my gut and my instinct was, I was like, I don't think Stalker 2 is going to be at the developer direct because 
I, I just it just doesn't feel like Xbox is putting it front and center in the same way that it's treating Hellblade and Avowed and even Towerborn. And maybe that's why. Maybe because they're not the publisher and maybe because it's a time exclusive. Awesome shirt as always. Yeah, if you guys like this shirt, this is another one from Into the AM. Always remember to use my code over there, Lono, or you can go to intotheam.com slash Lono. We appreciate you guys supporting the channel. And if you guys are here right now, go ahead and smash that like button. Already over 400 viewers here. Good to see you. Nice, strong turnout. I know some of you are probably expecting me to talk about the Xbox story that developed over the weekend. That's probably going to be tomorrow's show because I need ample time to research. And I did not have time for that this weekend. So I was all day with the kiddos. We were doing some stuff with Legos and the Lego channel. And then Sunday is full with with church and spending time with families and stuff. And I was just like, I, I have like a two hour block on Sunday to prep for today and we had already sketched out an xbox developer direct show so i was like that show is gonna have to wait so just try not to take the show in that direction today i don't want to cannibalize tomorrow what if they're talking about the switch yeah i don't know about stalker 2 coming to the switch it doesn't seem like it, it does not seem like that the the graphical fidelity of that game i mean i guess you could be you know it could be it could be but like one of those cloud games or something you know could be talking about the switch 2 i mean yeah i mean we don't know anything about the switch 2 right now that's one of the other potential surprises this year that there's a, you know there's a big new switch coming and then that thing's going to be you know potentially according to the rumors according to the rumors that thing's going to be pretty strong and be able to do more than it could in the past and um, you know, that is, uh, that's a possibility. Lone Wolf found the quote saying they're not working on a PS5 version. Okay. What, what was that from? What screen rant? It's old, but this speaking to gaming bolt, a GSC game world developer revealed. There are no plans for now with regards to stock or to PlayStation five release. We negotiated the possibilities with Microsoft and saw several good opportunities for the brand, including game pass. The developer continued before adding that the studio is concentrated on bringing the game to Xbox series X and S. I mean, in the initial stages, I would think in the initial stages of, uh, that is in 2021, in August of 2021. I would think in the early stages of marketing, you wouldn't necessarily be allowed to say that, you know, hey, we're uh, we're working on a PS5 version. I don't know. That that might work against that might work against what the uh, what the marketing dictates, what the contract dictates. Like at that point they're saying no plan, you know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it it they could be doing that sort of staggered development where it's like we're gonna build we're gonna build right here for this platform and then after we build for this platform get our successful launch game pass all of that then they would switch and say okay now it's time to work on the version for PS5. So it'd be Towerborn, Hellblade 2 Avowed, and Flight Sim. There's also Immortals 33. Immortals 33 is Thunder Lotus. So that is another game where I, I just I don't know how Xbox wants to handle the developer direct with games 
that they don't necessarily own the studio, but they're paying for the exclusivity or they're paying for the publishing. I'm not sure if they have like stipulations of how they do the developer direct, because if we look at last year, right? I didn't look into this. I didn't think about this until just now. So I don't actually know the answer to this. I'm thinking through this with you on the fly. Who was there last year? Were they all studios that Xbox owns? Because you had Hi-Fi, Redfall, Forza Motorsport, and what was the other? Uh, what was the other one? What was the other developer? Uh, and then Mojang was there, right? Was there anybody else there? Was it all? It was. Was it all studios owned by? Xbox, because ZeniMax Online Studios was there, Mojang Studios was there, Arcane Austin, Turn 10 Studios, and Tango Gameworks. So I don't know. We only have one to go by, so we don't necessarily have a pattern. That one, yeah, that one was called Xbox and Bethesda Developer Direct. So are they going to have studios there that they don't own, but they're paying for the exclusivity or they're paying for the publishing? I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. We only have one to go by. If this year, it's nothing but titles that they've, you know, that they're publishing, or if it's just titles that they're uh, they're paying for exclusivity, right? Or if it's, if it once again is only only studios that they own, then we could say that we potentially have a a, a pattern emerging. You could say, okay, then now we kind of know what to expect. We know to expect. Only, only Microsoft-owned studios. So until this year happens, we don't really have a pattern. John Always, with 28 months in a VIP, says, Do you expect more news on the Kojima Xbox collab? I think it's called OD. I don't think so, because at the Game Awards, they, they didn't have anything to say. Like, they, I, that was probably the... I, I said that was one of the worst parts of the Game Awards because it ate up so much time and they didn't say anything. Like, I love Kojima. I'm excited about the project. I love the fact that Jordan Peele's involved. But that's all you needed to say. Just walk out and announce it and then, and then get out of here. It was just all this, like, fluff speak about the, it's not a game, but it's also a game. It's like, okay. I don't think you're going to see much from that in a while. If you follow the pattern with Kojima, Kojima sort of announces something, and then you don't hear anything for like a super long time. He did that with, I'm, I'm fairly certain he did it with the first Death Stranding. He certainly has done it again with the second Death Stranding. You get like really cryptic trailers that don't make any sense, and you're like, what in the world's going on? Everyone's eyes are bleeding black, and, or, and there's floating whales in the sky, and then that's it. You don't see anything. You don't hear anything for like a really long time. Didn't have anything to say while talking for 15 minutes. Yeah, it was really irritating. Jordan Peele's garbage? Why do you think Jordan Peele's garbage? I like him. Saying things without saying anything? Yeah, it, it was... I don't know. Kojima's overrated? I don't know if I like the term overrated because it basically means I don't like this person that everybody else likes or I don't like this game or band or movie that is really popular. It's like if it's popular and you don't like it, maybe you just don't understand why it's popular, right? You know, or maybe it just doesn't jive with you. What they showed up at last year's. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall. So again, those were all Microsoft-owned studios. I don't even know if Microsoft owns the studio behind Towerborn. I don't think they do. Isn't is Towerborn just another exclusive, or is it a, is it being published? I couldn't find any information on that. 
it's what is it stoic i think i think it's stoic is the ones making it and i couldn't figure out it looked like they were still yeah stoic studio it it seems as far as i can tell that stoic is not is not owned by anybody it was founded by 3x bioware staff in 2012 let me see if there's anything in here that talks about them being bought by microsoft i don't think they are yeah, they're founded 12 years ago. Three founders. They're headquartered in Austin, Texas. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think Towerborn is even owned. I mean, the game potentially could be owned. I think it's just a published thing. A Rissit comes in with a five bomb, taking us to 12 members on the day. If you guys get a gifted membership on this channel, you get immediate access to my Discord. And if we hit 25 members, I gift members back to the community. That member tier gets access to the entire Discord, except for the VIP lounge. That's the only room in there that we reserve for an upper tier. So as soon as you get that membership, you can test that out. See if you like it. See if you like our community. You also get access to a monthly community game night as well as a daily Q&A session we'll turn the chat into members only and we'll do sort of a gaming AMA and we do that at the end of every show so that's all of that is stuff that you get access to as a gifted member and if you decide that you like all that stuff and you want a little bit more you can upgrade for a dollar from the five dollars to the six and you will then be a full-fledged member joker quinn with a gifted member thank you so much we like to give you guys a sample that's why we're so generous with the gifting i gift all of the time everybody here's gifting all the time and it's a great way for you to kind of sample what we do and then it's a dollar if you feel like you know what let me bump up and grab it and let me get into the rest of the content um, hang on, there is a couple more things happening here. Lone Wolf with 15 months in a VIP. Join the Discord if you're a member, it's a blast in there. This past Saturday, a bunch of us in the community jumped into voice chat and just talked games. To my knowledge, this is planned to be a weekly thing. Another thing you can sample as a gifted member. MASH comes in and gifts five more and takes us to 18. Thank you so much, MASH. A little bit of a gifted member train. And then DK Baker gifts a member, takes us to 19 members on the day guys if you get those gifted memberships make sure you cash in on those benefits man get in our discord that is something that is open to you another one comes in from patrick and takes us to 20 members on the day everyone's so so generous here and literally you just have to be here on a regular basis and you will almost assuredly get a gifted membership right that's why the discord is not open to the public because it's not difficult at all for you to watch if you're subscribed if you're hitting like if you're chatting these people will almost assuredly take care of you and you'll get a membership if not you might get one for me and then you can get into the discord no problem yo good morning stone spire what's good dave mac i think abk will be a big part of the direct with maybe a roadmap for games coming to game pass and maybe even a drop like diablo 4 or call of duty modern warfare 2 3 soon yeah i don't know about that jojo because here's what i said in the show open i could definitely see xbox saying okay when we start marketing the next call of duty let's bring black ops 1 2 and 3 to game pass right as a way to get everybody talking as a way to get everybody on game pass and that's kind of the beginning of the marketing push i don't think the developer direct is for that i think the developer direct is for 
here are our studios, here are their games, and here's when they're coming. Now, that might mean that we don't hear from Towerborn or 33 Immortals, I don't, or Stalker 2, because those games are not, those developers are not owned by Xbox. I'm not really sure. We'll have to wait and see. You know, those are exclusives, those are published games, like, they're not necessarily devs that Microsoft owns. Microsoft may want to keep some of those big, big titles, big IPs in their pocket for the Summer Showcase. Yo, what's good, Javier Cotto? Good to see you, brother. Um, So I don't actually know if, if Activision Blizzard would be a part of the Developer Direct or if they would want to focus on like, oh, hey, we're adding backlog titles to Game Pass. Now, I will say this. I will say this. Yo, good morning, Feed. Good to see you in the chat. I, I will say this. The fact that they can just do that at an event, as that could be one of the surprises. They're like, oh, and we've got one more thing. And a five bomb comes in from Detonator and takes us to 25. I now owe you guys five members. And I tell you what, I tell you what, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a generous mood. I'm in a generous mood. <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to give the five members right now. Let's just keep this thing going, right? Let's show people what we do here as a community. We already have that with mine is 30 new members today that can get into the Discord and sample all the things that we offer at no charge to you. You can do all of that, and we have done that right now. We've gifted all those members, and we hope you guys enjoy that. Welcome on in to Reforge Gaming. That's the Discord. That is a daily Q&A session. That is a monthly community game night. If I do a Friday night with Hilly, you can come to that as well. We've only recently switched Friday nights with my wife and then the daily writer's room. You got to be at the $6 tier. Everything else you get into as a gifted. Uh, let's see here. Second best streamer on the platform. Second best. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll I'll stand up there with whoever with whoever you've got up in the number one spot. I appreciate that. Um, they might still have leaked Fallout Oblivion remakes from the leaked Microsoft thing. There. I mean, yeah, maybe that is for sure. For sure, that's another possibility. I, like. I actually said in in the uh, in, in the show open, I said, "Listen, uh, you know, one of the surprises could literally just be them. Just we haven't heard from certain developers and projects in like a really long time." Yo, Dark Taco with sixteen months in a VIP says sixteen months, my lord, and then transmissions from a spaceport with twenty four months says two years already. Two years. That's a red badge. Welcome back. Transmissions from a space boat. Appreciate you so, so much. And then 11 months, Leal Duck recently switched to espresso, but I really miss your coffee. Enjoyed so much. Any chance you'll consider whole beans at some point? The problem with whole beans is I have to have the whole order. The entire order has to be whole bean. And I can't afford that, bro. It's just, it's just me. Okay. So I buy all of the bags of the dark, all of the bags of the light, and all of the bags of the frickmas. And the whole order has to be, you know, uh, ground or whole beans. So, sorry, I can't do that. By the way, Leal Duck and Bolton Gaming, you just renewed as well. Ten months. Oh, no, you got a gifted. Never mind. Bolton got a gift. This is thanks for the gifty. I didn't even have a chance to join and re-up myself, and I got a gifted. This is the best community on YouTube. Much love. That's exactly right. Now, Bolton and Leal Duck, you guys are currently at that gifted tier. The $5 tier is now the gifted tier because when somebody gifts, it's nice and clean, right? Five gifteds for 25 bucks, right? Now, if you want into those Friday nights and writer's rooms, you need to bump up for the dollar. But 
feel free to stay at Gifted if that's where if that's where you prefer to stay. Dirge with the VIP 12 months says we did it. New badge, there it is, gold badge for you, Dirge. Thanks for an entire year. Erotimus says they'll announce the Dev Direct show at 8 a.m. Pacific today or tomorrow. That would be great for us since we're covering it right now. That would be fantastic. I was that's why I didn't want to bump this show. I know everybody's wanting to talk about like Xbox and first party and blah blah blah. I'm like, no 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 no. We gotta talk about developer direct today. We will get to that. I told you so. <laughs> we'll get to that show though. We will get to that show. Don't you worry. Savage Shark Bite with 28 months says more than 28 months, but going all the way back to Wrath of the Machine on the Purple Snakes platform. Keep moving forward. That's what we do here, Savage. That's what we do here, dude. That's all we do. Move forward, right? And keep guys, let's like let's 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 do something here. Let's do something here. All right. Let's let's just show people Let's just show people what we're about. DK Beggar, Agent of Chaos. He says, dude, we're not sitting at 25. I'm rolling it forward. So DK Beggar rolls it past the goal, and that means we go for the next one. All right? We currently have 2260, and it goes to Erotimus. Thank you so much, DK Beggar. We currently have 2260 on the members, okay? Let's let's go for 20. I think we can do 2500 this week, all right? Let's do that this week. Let's hit 2500. And if we do 2500 this week, we could do like a spur of the moment community game night this week for all the gifteds and for you. I'll give Matt on the night off. She can go read a book or watch a movie and we'll play a game. Everybody's included. Let's hit 2500 this week and that's what we'll do. That's something we can start doing. We can start setting those goals and saying, hey, if we hit these goals, let's just do a spur of the moment community game night. Let's celebrate with all the new members. And then the gifteds get a nice sample. And if the gifteds like it, then you can decide to upgrade. So that's what I say that's what we do this week. Yo, what's good, Hex? I'd love to see a Morrowind remake. It really needs some quality of life improvements. Is that I told you so gonna be proven as soon as the direct? No human type person. I'm talking about something completely different that developed over the weekend with Xbox and rumors about what they plan to do with their first party games. That's a show that's going to be a big giant. I told you so. So we got a lot of hate last year for a lot of our predictions and a lot of the things that we said, and they're all (laughs) coming true. And people aren't happy. But that's not what today is about. Even if that happens, right? And I get to take a little victory lap. That doesn't matter. Today is about the fact that I I think Xbox can have one of their strongest years they've ever had. I actually think so. I actually think so. I think they can have one of their strongest years to date. I'm a truck driver. I enjoy listening to the show while I'm driving down the road. Well, thank you so much for doing that, Ida Crow. Did you see the resurgence of Monster Hunter World? I have not seen that, no. Good morning, Ravenstorm. Good to see you. How far are we from the members' goal? We are 240 members away from the members' goal. Now, keep in mind, every 100 members, I gift 20. So that means if you do 200, that 40 that you're missing comes from me. That's like a real easy way to look at it. Like every 100 members, I gift 20 members. So if we hit the 200, you're going to get the 40 from me. We hit 2,500. That unlocks community game night this week. And that's something that everybody can come to. I heard you're a bad guy because you want members. Anyway, I'm fitting to re-up my membership soon. Do it. Do it. 
we already have 26 members on the day you know let the folks know what we do here you know we don't need to say anything other than just do what we've always done i hope stalker 2 is good i think stalker 2 will be good I think there are going to be some people that potentially criticize the game for some of the lighting degradation. I don't really care about that. I don't. Yo says, uh, I don't play games with six months of uh, gifted. It says, I've seen so many of your predictions come true in the time that I've watched you. What magic is this? It's the magic of honesty. <laughs> <laughs> When you look at the world honestly, you know, it sets you free a little bit, you know? It helps you uh, be a little bit more accurate. Five gifted members from Raijin taking us to 31 members on the day. That's setting up the bait. A 20-bomb agent of chaos is dangling there. We'll see if any of the big boys takes the bait from Raijin, setting us at 31 out of 50. 2024 is going to be a good year. We don't know anything yet. I said it It looks like it's going to be a good year. That, that, that's not definitive, hot shot. I'm saying it, lo- it looks like it's going to be the biggest year that Xbox has had in a long, long time. It could be terrible, sure. But I'm saying, uh, here in January, everything, <laughs> everything is potentially great, okay? Everything is potentially great. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. And if, and if, and if you if you if you doubt that, then fine. You can doubt that, and then you'll be happy when you know the games come out and they're good. If they come out and they're not good, like I don't know. Another one, Taylor Made jumps in with 20 months and a VIP. What lotto numbers should you pick? I mean 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Those are the only lotto numbers to ever pick, right? Those are the only lotto numbers that you should ever pick. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Okay? That's it. Those are the only ones that you need. Just play those every time. Alright? It's the magic of looking at information and not squeezing it into a narrative that you've already decided upon. <laughs> that, that that's that's right. That's right, John. Always, it's, it's it's a magical crystal ball. You know, when you've been gaming since the Coleco and you've watched gaming announcements and trailers for nine years, eh, patterns start to emerge. You know, you can start to predict a company's behavior and company's decisions. You can start to do that. You know. It's uh, it's not that hard. It's a new season. Anyone can win the chip right now. We'll have to see how the season goes. That's right. That's right. How many people will get that reference? Yeah, yeah. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. We'll see. Who's going to win the Super Bowl, Lono? Who should I bet on? Buffalo? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even... Who's playing? <laughs> Who's playing? I don't know. I'm not paying attention. I I didn't I didn't do so hot in my I took like out of out of ten I think I was fifth place in my family's fantasy league because I'm I'm not really a football guy. Now I'm scared with you being weary of avowed. All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If if somebody thinks that a game might be bad, okay. That's not a problem. That's not a problem. Because if they're wrong, then everybody celebrates. If they're right, then, you know, pay them some flowers and say, yeah, you kind of saw it coming. Let's just 
take a stroll down memory lane. You guys remember? It was early 2023, and the year was in front of us, and everybody was excited. And I said that I thought Redfall looked bad. I was worried. I combed over the gameplay. I saw lots of red flags. I saw lots of oddities and problems. We got a lot of pushback for that. There was a montage that circulated. There was accusations of being a horse, right? I was called a horse many times. And then Redfall came out and it was bad real bad so in this equation did any of those people come to me and say you were right no what they said was it wasn't arcane leon these guys don't know what they're doing it was their fault now let's just look to the next game okay so if i look at avowed and i say hey There's some concerning things here. The gameplay looks a little weird. And you call me a horse, and you tell me that I'm hating. Okay, I can't help but feel like history's repeating itself. Maybe just say, well, that's your opinion, and my opinion's different. You horse? No, 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 we don't need the name-calling. Do you see... Do you see the point that I'm making? Like, I'm not hurting you or the game by saying, I don't know, it looks kind of rough. Looks like it might might have some problems. You know, I'm, I'm seeing some red flags. Because if I'm wrong, do you want to know what I have no problem doing? I have no problem throwing that on a thumbnail and doing a show and saying, I was wrong. The game is good. Do you see how that works? Do you see what honesty does? It sets you free. You can just say, yep, I was wrong. The game is good. I'm playing it. I'm enjoying it. Woo. I I, I misread this one. Instead, (laughs) instead of the alternative, okay? So I'm not hating on the game. I I genuinely keep saying it. I'm like, I actually think Xbox's lineup this year is far more interesting to me. It is. It's more interesting. It's like Hellblade 2, Avowed. 33 Immortals, Towerborn, just those four games alone. I'm like, those are all games I think look kind of fun. Those are all games I I would like to play. You know? I will say I was shocked. Oh, you're talking football. I haven't seen anything from either Microsoft or Sony that really speaks to me. The games I really look forward to are third-party games like Monster Hunter and the new Assassin's Creed. Well, I mean, that's fair. Like, if the first-party stuff doesn't really talk to you... I mean, I, I got news for you, JoJo. Do, do you, do you want to know what you are? You are the majority. <gasps> no. Yes, the majority of gamers are more drawn to the big third-party games. They are. Third-party games make the world go round. Unless you're Nintendo. Nintendo always gets to be like, <laughs> Not us. We... We sell more Mario Kart than you. <laughs> you sell anything. Like, you know, obviously, they're in a special category. That's not real. Is that real? Is that a real tweet? Is that a real tweet that that, that Phil responded to? He said, you canceled a pre-order for a game you want to play because someone else gets to play the game on Windows. 
I canceled my Quantum Break pre-order as I said I would. You weren't upfront about Quantum Break going to PC. That's a real tweet? (laughs) We're not talking about that today. That's tomorrow's show, Eugene! Eugene! That's tomorrow's show! We're not talking about that today. Oh, gosh. I can taste tomorrow. It's like a steak that's already in my fridge, bro. I can taste it. You know? You guys know when my wife gets a ribeye and we throw it in the fridge for 24 hours so that it can just sit racked with salt on it? That show is is ready. It's already in the fridge. I can see the marbling on it. It's just going to be so juicy. It's going to be the best. But I need you to stop opening the fridge door, Eugene. Okay? You got to quit. <laughs> you got to stop. Keep the fridge door closed. So we can talk about the developer direct and and memberships and and money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> By the way, if you guys haven't tried out Reforge Roast, be sure to do that. You can go to reforgeroast.com and see all the flavor profiles. Have you guys done that? Have you done that yet? It's great. If you're a coffee drinker and you've never checked out our website, all of our coffee features low or balanced acidity, which is fantastic for folks if coffee's kind of rough on your stomach or you don't like the bitterness. If you like a very bright or smooth coffee, all three of these will suit you. And we even have bundles right now. You can do the triple threat, save a little bit of money, or the best of both worlds. Get the light roast and the dark roast. All of the flavor profiles are listed there. Go to reforgeroast.com. That's not a sponsorship, by the way. This is mine. It's just, it's this is mine. It's in my home in boxes. It's a real tweet. That's the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen. That's fan. I love that Phil replied. <laughs> I love that Phil replied to him. He's like, I'm confused here, buddy. You wanted the game. Now you don't. All right. Okie dokie. Eugene says, a thoroughbred's a majestic animal. Why is that an insult is beyond me? <laughs> I just think that's going to be my response from now on. Are you calling me a horse? All right. That's the weirdest way to say you want to ride me, but uh, I'm spoken for. So, sorry. Bunch of, bunch of weirdos. <laughs> just act. Listen, just act confused. You're like, I don't really understand what's going on. Are you calling me a horse? What am I supposed to call you? I don't get this. I've not I've not <laughs> I've not exchanged insults like this since like the third grade when my vocabulary was limited to like the animal kingdom. I don't know I don't know why you're saying this to me. <laughs> Just act confused. You use kosher salt when the steak sits? Of course I use kosher salt. What do you think I am? An animal? Yes. You rack it with kosher salt overnight. You get the internal to about a 118. 119. 120 is fine, but the steak keeps cooking after you take it out. You get the internal to the 118, and then you reverse sear it. You throw it on the cast iron. You sound like you've got some extra electricity flowing through you today. It's an interesting thing, isn't it, Mr. Hall? (laughs) It's an interesting thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> isn't it isn't it interesting but do you reverse here of course of course What's the difference between kosher and regular salt? The difference is that Alton Brown told me to use kosher salt. That's on the side of the box. It says it says that. So that's factual. That's scientific. That's and and that's why I use it. <laughs> my wife, my wife back in the day saved an episode, right? She saved an episode of uh, of his show, and that's what uh, that's what he said to use. So, creature, are we going to be good for the upload today, or did that? What's ha- or is YouTube being stupid? I don't see it on the back. I don't see it on the back end. I mean, I guess we have an hour. Oh, or I bet you you're rendering this dude. <laughs> this dude took a nap, and I called him. I was like, "Hey, what are we doing today?" on Twitter and he's like huh I was like it's 9.30 bro show's starting <laughs> chop chop he's like oh gosh <laughs> oh man homie sprawled out on the couch lost track of time uh, the grains are larger so chefs feel like they have better control over the mouth that they use oh is that it well there you go <laughs> there you go I've heard that the sous vide approach to steak is great too, but my method works just fine. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back on track. We're talking steaks and we're talking other stuff, right? Okay, it's fine. All right. It's one of the very few times I can give him grief about that. It's always me. I'm always the one that's late. I'm always the one's like, huh? What's happening? Like wiping sleep from my eyes. Like, so it's my one shot at getting a little joke in on him. For the rest of the year, it won't happen. So I, I've got to take it now. Because it won't happen for the rest of the year. Um, let's get let's get back to the developer direct. I'm curious what you guys think about what I said. With have you guys heard about this game from Double Fine called Kiln? Let me give you the full description of it. I looked it up this morning, and uh, Double Fine Productions they have it uh, they have it on their website here, and they have like a description down below. And you can read the description right here. It says, Kiln is a multiplayer team-based brawler by Derek Brand with a focus on creating unique player-sculpted characters featuring crazy physics, crazy physics-based animation and destruction. In Kiln, you play as a mountain spirit, supernatural beings, forever at war on the summit. You'll use an ancient pottery wheel to create warrior golems called vessels, inhabiting them and enabling you to interact with the physical realm to do battle. Created during the match, extremely diverse character shapes and sizes are possible, each exhibiting unique attributes and controls that leverage the possibilities in procedural animation. Okay? So this is what you're going to look like. Like, Okay? And then this was published in 2017 all right so that's seven years ago okay so there are rumors circulating that that's the game they're going to shadow drop now i pushed back and said i don't know if a multiplayer game works as well for a shadow drop as a single player game do you think i'm correct in that do you think no dude multiplayer game's perfect for that right lands on game pass it's a it's a multiplayer game like it promotes that idea of like more than more than one person gets it more than one person needs game pass right what are your thoughts on that because I think it's 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 towerborn but now Alapark is saying I've been seeing that towerborn got delayed until later 2024 so I don't think that's gonna be the shadow drop 
where are you seeing this? I haven't seen, well, I haven't been paying attention. I, you know, I wasn't looking at any of this stuff. What do you mean? You're like, where did you, where did you see this? Um, because I haven't seen anything about it being delayed. I wonder if they give you one chance to try and you get a hat that looks like what it looks like. I'm not sure what you mean, Butters. I will never doubt Double Fine's ability to make a great and unique experience. Kiln sounds as out there as ever. I think the only thing I don't like about it is that it's a multiplayer team-based brawler, and I don't like the brawlers. Like the games where you just like beat the tar out of each other. I, I've always found those games, whether it's, you know, Smash Brothers or Brawlhalla or Gang Beasts or any one of those games, they I just don't get it. I don't get the appeal. I, I've never been able to understand it. So, I channel my inner Demi more, and what? Um, oh, oh, I think that's a ghost reference. Guys, we've just hit around 200 likes on the video. Let's set our sights on 300 likes. Almost 500 people here. Keep it going. If you got a gifted membership, make sure and sync up your YouTube account with Discord. You can get into our Discord. And uh, that is something that we reserve for members. But if you're here on a regular basis, you will almost assuredly get a membership. I have already paid uh, the 25 members that I owe for the first 25. If you hit 50, I owe you five more. And we've just been pushing that today. And if we hit 2,500 members before Friday, we will do a community game night on Friday. And that's open to everyone. That's open uh, to gifteds, to members, and to VIP not even smash brothers i've just never liked it like i i don't get it i think it's because of my history with fighting games like super street fighter i loved fei long uh killer instinct i love saber tooth killer instincts gold i loved jago but i would always get my butt kicked so a five bomb comes in from mash mash has been so consistent with these five bomb members dude man it's just amazing thank you for doing that mash somebody pick up the ball and run with mash and keep this going man this guy's been out here all day doing it oh towerborn literally tweeted the following first weekend of the year Looking forward to our players enjoying Towerborn later this year. Well, there you go. They basically just said it. I don't think you would say later this year. Now, hang on. They could be pulling a looky-loo. They could be like, yeah, can't wait for you to play it later this year. And then they show up at the developer collect and they're like, Haha, surprise, mother... And it's just... It's just, uh, it's just kidding. It's like a just kidding. Nah, it's coming right now. Sneaky Wolf! Sneaky Wolf says, let's get a five bomb train going, and he throws a five bomb on the ring, and it takes us to 41. Thank you for doing that, Sneaky Wolf. There it is. We're starting. We're starting the day right. Well, we're actually not starting the day. We're an hour into the broadcast, man. Thank you so much for doing that. Appreciate you very, very much. Sneaky Wolf says, let's do a five member train you should do member killer instinct matches bro i'm not about to do a community game night where you guys beat the crap out of me in a fighting game that doesn't sound like a good time at all it doesn't that sounds stinking terrible yeah guys let's all celebrate (laughs) let's watch lono lose all night 
And a five bomb from JW. He says, let's keep it going. There it is. Anybody else going to join in and keep the five bomb train alive? We've got three at the top of the chat. One from MASH. One from Sneaky Wolf. And now one from JW. And if you guys get a gifted member, remember that as a gifted member, you immediately can get in the Discord. Right? You can immediately jump in there. You do not have to wait. Sounds worse than Portal. <laughs> do you guys remember Hilly and I playing Portal 2 co-op? We just stopped. We just gave up. We're like, yeah, Hilly can't play this game. <laughs> we just stopped. We threw in the towel. We didn't finish. I, what did we do? I think we finished like the first two areas and we we're like, yeah, this one's over. <laughs> this one's over. That sounds like a lot of fun. Losing can be fun with buddies. Oh, come on. I tell you what. I tell you what. 2,500? All right. You go past it, and I'll, and I'll consider it. I'll consider it. If you, you guys think you can hit 2,750 this week? You think you can throw down 500 new members? Keithius keeps the five bomb alive, and he's also the agent of chaos. He slides us past 50. I now owe you guys five members, and I'm going to pay them right now. Thank you so much. for Doc Dark gets a gifted member. Doc, are you in the chat? Is Doc here, or did it, it's probably gonna ping him? I don't know if he's here right now. Doc, what are they showing at? Uh, what are they showing at the Developer Direct, my man? What are they showing, dude? Are they gonna show all the games going to Nintendo? <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's that's tomorrow's show. <laughs> And a single gifted from TJ Rage. Thank you so, thank you so much. Three K to beat uh, to beat Lono Night. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for twenty seven fifty. You guys hit twenty five hundred, and we'll do community game night. You go past that, and you hit twenty seven fifty, and I'll let you beat the tar out of me in a fighting game. Well, I don't know what's the best one to pick. Can everybody just go download one? Is there one that's good? Like. One that's good to in that category, like everybody can just go download it for free. Like it's Killer Instinct on game, uh, like Game Pass. I don't know because again, I don't, I, I can't stand games like that. Yo, Noberto hits thirty-two months in a VIP. Let's keep this going, y'all. Fifty thousand subs for twenty twenty-four. Lono's going places this year, my man. I appreciate you, Noberto. Thank you very, very much. Thank you very, very much. I gotta delete the uh, I gotta delete these receipts out of my inbox because it's like it just floods my inbox. It's like, hey, you bought members for your community. I know I did. I just pushed the button. Have they announced a developer direct? No. My anticipation is that we get an announcement this week because the rumor is that the Xbox Developer Direct 2024 is next week. So they'll announce it this week. Now, Erotimus came in and said he thinks they're going to announce it today by some at some point. So. Oh, Killer Instinct is on Game Pass? Okay. Well, if you guys can hit it, there's our game. It's on Game Pass. Now, a lot of you guys are like, I don't have Game Pass. Well, okay. You can, you know, you can sign up. 
Not that hard. Sorcerer keeps the five gifted member train going and takes us to 57 members on the day. 5775 is a palindrome. Thank you so much for doing that. Sorcerer. If you guys look at the top of the chat, we have a member train going. I joined in on it myself. We got MASH. We got Sneaky Wolf. We got JW. We got Keithius. I threw mine in the ring. Every 25, I give five back. I've already gifted 10 members to the community. And all of those people can get into the Discord. I'm really stressing that today that... I use my money and this community uses their money to give you access to our Discord. So if you get a membership, if you get a membership, you can join our Discord. It's that simple. And the way to get a membership is you just hang out and watch. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that great? I think that's just awesome. <laughs> You're being consoleist? Me? I'm being consolist? How am I being consolist? Let oh, you're saying do Mortal Kombat. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying You're saying You're saying pick a pick a multiplayer. And a ten bomb comes in from Zyber Sword. He says, guys, let's up the ante. Let's do something a little bit bigger. And he takes us to 67 members on the day. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I saw people talking about you on Twitter over the weekend. Great. Free advertisement is the cheapest kind there is. Uh, <laughs> uh, how'd that work out for you? Don't do Killer Instinct. Microsoft killed that game. How'd they kill it? I've not played it. What's the matter with it? <clears throat> I can't get Game Pass on my flip phone. All fighting games should be third party. I don't know about that. I mean, you know. <clears throat> is, do I, I own Mortal Kombat. That's right. I own Mortal Kombat. We bought Mortal Kombat because we did a game night where Madam and I played against each other. Our margins on that advertising campaign is fantastic. Keithius does a 10-bomb. We officially have a 10-bomb train started by Keithius and Zybersword, and that pushes us past 75. I now owe you five members on the day. Keep talking about my members, and we'll keep getting them. Here's five more for you guys. You're the best. We're going to hit that goal, and we're going to play a game on Friday night, and you guys are going to beat the tar out of me. I can already feel it. It's coming. Let's do this, right? (laughs) This guy's begging for subs over here, acting like he gives a full week of streams and gaming news and hours of content that I can consume. The gall. The gall of this man, Naberto. (laughs) Killer Instinct still rips after all these years. I've not heard anything bad. What's bad about Killer Instinct? What they do? Killer Instinct came out in 2013 and was still getting updates in 2023. How'd they kill it? Yeah, I don't understand what the big deal is. Did you let Madam win? I mean... I don't remember. <laughs> I don't... I don't remember. <laughs> it was a long time ago. You know? 
I'm going to change my name to Feed because I never get a gifted membership. That's not true. You just had one a week ago. It just lapsed. Just keep hanging out. Just keep hanging out. Lono banned me from Halo. I didn't ban you from Halo. You set a member goal and you would uninstall Halo and they and they did it. All right. Yo, Bower Socks with 26 months in a VIP. Thank you so much. <laughs> Poor Hilberg. Can't play Halo. What should we do to let him get back into Halo, guys? Like, what should the goal be? You know? It, should we ever let him back in? That's the real question. The ranked mode is busted, and they punish both players when someone rage quits. Other than that, it's great. <laughs> Zubair's like, you ran your mouth, Hilly. That's right. That's right, Hilly. You got cocky. And we put you in your place. You're like, nobody, nobody's going to beat my, nobody's going to beat my, my, my record. Uh-huh. New account? No, that's not a new account. He's had, he's had that account for 17 years. He just, it just lapsed. Uh, it's based off loyalty quartering. So you're probably in line to get one. People just, guys, just keep doing it. Keep gifting. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Wait, did I have a DM from you, Eugene? What'd you do? It's gone now. It said I had a DM. If Hilly gifts a thousand subs, he gets Halo back. Yeah, Hilly, uh, for the low, low price of $5,000, you can get back into Halo. I think that's a fair deal, Bowers. I I think that's fair, you know. Start today, you know. Start today, and by Christmas, you could be back in the game. You know, just divide up $5,000 over the course of the year. And, you know, you'll be able to play at the end of the year, which by that time, maybe they'll have added more content or something. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I actually wanted to play again. It looked like people were having a really fun time. It did. Uh, Let me speak to the bank. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, he phones the bank yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna need a business loan about five about five thousand quid <laughs> they're like ah for what it's to play Halo <laughs> and they're and the bank teller would be so confused because they would be like people play Halo <laughs> they, they would be so confused. Not the sum of money wouldn't confuse them. That's not the issue. They would be like, oh, people still play that game? <laughs> you hang up and call back. <laughs> oh, I got a I, I got a I got a Sony fan. I gotta call the bank again. Oh man. <laughs> we need to set our terms for our avowed bet. What's the avowed bet? Right? Oh, sent to the wrong person. Oh, man. For half a second, I might have gotten a dirty picture of Eugene. I wasn't fast enough to look at it. Like, I sent it to the wrong person. Um, anyways, back to what we were saying about Xbox. Um, the bad news is you're not going to university. The good news is daddy gets to play Halo again. <laughs> yeah, I spent I spent your college inheritance, you know, it was going to appreciate over these years and be able to pay for you and uh yeah, dude. So, so sorry. Daddy's got to play Halo. 
You need to buy it because they only give you the free version of Killer Instinct on Game Pass. All right. Well, let's not start worrying about what game we're going to play until we hit the goal. All right. You guys got to hit 2,500 first. That unlocks community game night. You got a little bit of a ways to go to get there. And then if you want to beat the tar out of me, you got to go a little bit past that. So, you know, like Harvey Keitel says in Pulp Fiction, let's not start. Let's just not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. (laughs) You calling the wolf? People play Halo. I, I'm telling you, I actually still think there's something special about that game, and I think it was really fun when we played it for that, like, we've like an entire month, like every Friday night's community game night was Halo, and we just had such a good time with it. I think there is, there's still something special there, um, but I just, I think it's going to take a resurgence, it's going to take a, I think it's going to take sort of like a, a reboot slash new engine slash, you know, something. I, I don't, I don't think you can get a resurgence with where uh where it is it's a member goal no barrier i'm gonna do a spur of the moment one this week so you'll get two i guess i should clarify that that's true you guys get a community game night every month i'll do one this week as an extra one so you'll get two i'll give you two yeah yeah yeah. you get a community game night every month that's a good thing to point out but this week the 12th i'll give you one Usually community game night is the last Friday of the month because it gives people the whole month to make sure, you know, either we hit a gifted goal or they decide to join or whatever. Um, and then w- w- that, that last Friday. So you get, you'll get a second one. If we can hit 27, if you can hit 2,500 this week, now they want to beat the crap out of me in a fighting game. And I said, well, you're going to have to go higher than 2,500 for that. I, you know, you're going to have to hit 2,750 if I'm going to be a punching dummy for the entirety of the evening. You guys are already at 2322. You're already you're already on your way to 2500. You're already well out of the 2200s. Reboot the whole story for the next Halo game. Um Listen, I I'm I always get hate for this, all right? And I and I understand, I understand why people are protective of the franchise. They're protective of Master Chief. If you're okay with what they did in the television, then what I'm about to say is not that controversial, okay? You saw Master Chief's butt, and you saw his face. So, nothing I can say is worse than that. Anyways, I think, yes, they should reboot. I think you I think you reboot. You start over. I think you very, very much evolve the game. I think what you do is, is you take... The Doom approach. Doom took the spirit of the original Doom games and made Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal. And I think that's what you need to do with Halo. I think you need a new engine and I think you reboot it because I think you need to capture more than the people who hate me for saying this. More than the people who get really angry when I talk like this. I made a video, some guy reacted to it who loves Halo and then they all came to my video and called me an idiot. And it's like... That, that's fine. Like, you can protect Halo and you can act like everything's fine and you can clutch Master Chief body pillows until the game is, is no longer around. I think the way forward for that franchise is it's beyond just the people who are still playing the Master Chief collection. It's beyond the people who right now are insisting that Halo's cooking because they had a good season like no those those people will be there no matter what to a certain degree i think the gaming industry 
has always thought Halo's worth checking out. Like, there's something special about Halo, like, as a brand, but I don't think you win people with a Halo that feels an awful lot like Halo. Now, I get a lot of pushback, I get a lot of disagreement with on this, and that's totally fine. There's different perspectives on this, but everyone points to, like, Halo 5, and they're like, they tried all this stuff with Halo 5. I'm like, if you think Halo 5 was their attempt at a reboot and, like, their attempt at evolving movement, I I just fundamentally disagree. I don't think that that was far enough. It was a half measure. You want to know what Halo 5 was? Halo 5 was a half measure. They didn't go far enough, so they didn't really garner new people, and they went far enough to just tick off the loyalists, so it just landed in this valley of blah. It's like, what is this? So Halo 5 is the one that always gets kind of thrown into my face. I'm like, well, they tried what you're saying. I'm like, I don't think so. The last three seasons of Halo have been good. Right, but if you look at the player numbers and you look at the engagement and you look at the engagement patterns on Xbox's most played uh, list of games, it's I think it's too it's too far gone, Erotimus. I think if you really want to rub the paddles together and like kaplunk, bring Halo back to life, I think you need a new game new engine, completely rebooted. I think it needs to be a fresh take. I personally think that the franchise should be handed off to id Software, but again, the very loyal Halo fans do not agree with me, and that is okay. That is fine. I happen to think that if they do another Halo, and it feels an awful lot like Halo, and it looks an awful lot like Halo, then it'll likely land in the same lane. You'll have the same core playing it, and everyone else will say that they don't like it. Now, that could be success in 343 or in Xbox's eyes. Like, in their eyes, that could be success. If the loyalists love it and support it, and there's money coming in, and there's a strong player base that continues to play, they may say that's success. There may be somebody looking at the numbers and looking at me and thinking, that's the dumbest thing, we're never doing that, that would absolutely ruin the franchise, and we would lose money. I could be 100% wrong. I'm, I'm open to being wrong on this. But I continue to think that the future of that franchise is outside of that hardcore group. It really is. I'm a loyal fan and I agree with you, says TJ Rage. Strong disagree. Halo does not need to be rebooted. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. You can disagree. You can. And I think I think time in these instances, I I think time will prove me right. I do. It'll either prove me right because they'll do something along the lines of what I'm saying and it'll be a roaring success, or they won't. And it will not go over very well. Sneaky Wolf with a VIP seven months says they took a very popular fighting game and they put it on a platform with the least amount of players being Xbox. Fighting games are better third party. Sorry, just not over it. I'll stop. Listen, Sneaky, I I don't mind when an opinion about exclusivity comes from that place. You're like, this game is a multiplayer game. Why would we do this to a multiplayer game? I agree with the spirit of what you're saying. I do. I do. I think the worst games to tie up with exclusivity contracts are multiplayer games. It, it, it's it's counterintuitive to the identity of the game. So, 
Eugene says, Microsoft destroyed everything associated with Rare. I'm still not over it either. Rodimus says, when you got guys like Actman coming back, calling, praising it, we'll get people to come back and try it. Well, but they've already done that, haven't they? There's a ton of videos right now talking about Halo Infinite is great, it's back, it's in its best place it's ever been, blah, blah, blah. Listen, I, I don't I don't see evidence in the, in the player base numbers that that's had much of a dent and it's at some level it's not necessarily 343 or Halo's fault people walk away quickly and they don't come back video game the, the, the video game economy of attention is it's a it's a vapor it's like what what game it's that fast it's that fast people talk about oh one and dones nobody's talking about that game anymore that's true of like of the games that come out the attention span is just like no I've moved on I'm not playing that anymore I don't even know what game you're talking about and it's been you know 20 minutes so Hadigan thank you so much for 5 gift uh, so I'm sorry for 5 months Halo on Paramount follows the book and the origin stories more than the game Halo needs a BR mode you can play enemies as well I mean I'm not going to disagree that if the B, if the BR mode exists it could help cause a you know resurgence it could help um you know create that that bounce back I'm not going to deny that the BR the BR has that potential but I don't think Halo lives and dies on a BR I think Halo lives and dies on delivering a really really excellent story where Master Chief is in the center of the frame I, without that, I think what it would turn into is, I've said this a lot, like, I think it's, it takes a very special game to survive as a game mode, right? I said this about Last of Us Factions, I, you know, we've talked about Splitgate's rise and fall, um, we've talked about, Go, uh, not Ghost Recon, um, the Division Heartland. I think it takes a very special game to survive as a mode. They're like, yeah, we made this mode. Uh, g- great. Why, why would I play that for months at a time? And I, I worry that a Halo BR dislodged from an actual Halo. I don't know. I, it, it doesn't seem like it would have the staying power. And if I'm wrong, that'd be fantastic. You'd have another popular consistently played you know battle royale in the market it gives the players a lot of choice if you're kind of burned out on Fortnite or apex or warzone you you know you'd have another game in a very i'm telling you halo has a feel it has a vibe it, it could be very very different but i just don't know man i think it's really really tough for a game mode to survive i think it's challenging i think a lot of people have learned that a lot of people have tried to do that in the live service realm look how many battle royales tried to launch We've got a lot of extraction shooters coming out. And I keep telling folks, I'm like, you're going to oversaturate the market. There's going to be too many extraction shooters. And then you're all going to die except for one or two. That's, you know, that's just, again, that's just my personal take. I watched your video on the Kill the Justice League game. Will you cover it on release date? Yes, I will. I'm I'm trying to get a review copy so that I could play it and give you guys a review. If that game ends up not delivering, because I am one of the people that keeps saying, I'm like, I think it's actually going to be fun. I'll be one of the first people to admit that it's no good, because I'm actually, I'm in its corner. 
right now. That doesn't mean I'll stay there. Eugene says, some of y'all need to go see who Rare used to be and look at what they are now and come back. Yes, some of that was Nintendo IP, but not all of it was. <clears throat> Love me some old school Donkey Kong Country and Goldeneye as well. Yeah, I would say that Rare as a company felt like a risk taker and they felt like a... They felt like one of those studios you kind of were like always excited to see what they were doing next. And quick notes, Rare who developed Goldeneye and Perfect Dark isn't working on the new Perfect Dark. Well, and the Perfect Dark project is in like a really weird spot, is it not? It's like, I don't know if we're going to see it anytime soon. Because it was like half the people walked, creative director's gone, director's gone, like... <clears throat> they had to get Crystal Dynamics to come in and help, and we I, I was we don't we don't know the status of the project. Portal Revolution is a free-to-play fan-made prequel to Portal 2. Fully featured campaign with 40 new levels just released this weekend. After eight years in development. Oh my gosh, you're lying. You're lying to me. I like Okami. No, this is real. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to play that. That looks awesome. I absolutely love Portal. I'm just genuinely busted up that there never has been a Portal 3. Uh, Portal 1 and 2 are just fantastic. Portal Revolution has a 94% on Steam right now. It's a free mod to install. Aiming is flawed in Halo. It's been proven. In what ways? I've not seen that. Hey, how are you, Snow? No one's working on the Perfect Dark game? Diddy Kong Racing ate up my childhood. Diddy Kong Racing was actually a pretty dope little racing game. I remember the planes. I I thought it was a sick game. I remember. We we liked that one in our house. And we were, you know, we loved Mario Kart, but my daughter was really upset. We were at the Lego store the other day and they had all the Mario Lego sets and they had some Donkey Kong ones and they had one with Dixie Kong, but there was no Diddy Kong. Like Diddy Kong is her favorite and she does it just doesn't make any sense to her. She's like, "What? Like where's Diddy Kong?" <laughs> she gets really upset. She's like, "This is ridiculous." Didn't the team behind Goldeneye and Perfect Dark in part move over to that team and made that made Time Splitters? I don't even know. Team behind Time Splitters is no more. They gone. I think that continuing a franchise just for the sake of continuing it is wrong. If Valve doesn't feel the drive to make Portal 3, then I don't want them to make it. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Don't force the third game for sure. But tons, tons of people have come out and said that they'd be willing to do it. They'd be willing to come back and do Portal 3. So I don't know. Diddy Kong Racing was better than Mario Kart 64. Come at me. I don't know if I think I don't agree with that. I feel like Mario Kart 64 had a much better battle mode and had way more courses, didn't it? That's my that's my memory. I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> Diddy Kong Racing number of courses. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing contains 20 race tracks. Split between five worlds, okay, so 24, 
and Mario Kart 64 had less. I was wrong. Yeah, Diddy Kong Racing had more tracks. And uh, did it have a battle mode? Dude, Google, I, you don't need to use my precise location. Stop asking. Um, was there a battle mode? Diddy Kong Racing all battle mini games compilation. <gasps> there were mini games. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's right. I remember. I remember the turning was actually really good in Diddy Kong Racing 2. Four player split screen and you had the bananas. You could drive around as Crunch, Diddy, Bumper, Conquer, Banjo, Tip Tup, Pipsy, Timber, TT, and Drumstick. It literally sounds like I'm naming like strippers or something. Um, <laughs> that was like, well, all right. <laughs> these are all the these are all the character names. I got about halfway through the list and I was like, well, you just got to keep going. You can't stop now. <laughs> uh. Double Dash was my favorite. Yeah, Double Dash was actually dope. It was. There was co-op with boss fights. Man, Diddy Kong Racing might have actually been the GOAT then over top of uh over top of Mario Kart 64. You know? Planes, hoverboats. That's right. The hoverboats, you go over the water and stuff. That was awesome, dude. That was a sick little game. I love Diddy Kong Racing. It was a gorgeous looking game at the time. Yeah, exactly, Snow. We just needed diamond and champagne in there. <laughs> and and then, you know, and then somebody named Tara. <laughs> Tara. <laughs> they list they list all the <laughs> They list all the people, you know, and then there's just one regular name. He's like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it was a real overlooked game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we played it. We loved it. You know, we absolutely, we absolutely loved it. Diddy Kong was king. Boss fights, hub world, multiplayer was better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, in about 45 minutes, I've got a video uh, coming about uh, Borderlands 4, what I want from Borderlands 4. So we launched a new feature in our Discord for all members. We have gotten 77 gifted members today. I have gifted 15 members today. All of those people, you can immediately join our Discord we do not allow the public in because it's resulted in attacks and bots and stuff. But as long as you hang out here on a regular basis, it's very likely that you will get a gifted membership. Okay, so I pay for that. This community pays for that. And that gets you access. Somebody's basically paying for you to get into the discord for a month. You can try that out. See if you like it. The vibe of the community. We do a monthly community game night and we're about to do a members only Q&A session. I switch the chat to members only and then you can use the Q&A function. So we could push to 100. I would have to give five more. That'd be a nice round number for the day. We're at 77 out of 100. If we hit 2,500 members before Friday, I'm going to give you an extra community game night because that includes everybody. And I like including everybody. The change we made recently was one that we had to make, but I love doing extra stuff and I love doing extra shows for all 
of the members. So if we can hit 2,500, I'll do an extra community game night. Community game night is usually the last Friday of every month. And if you can get beyond that, you can beat the crap out of me in a uh, in a fighting game. That is something that we will do this Friday night. We have yet to determine what the fighting game is. Maybe we'll do two different fighting games so that people aren't left out. Right? Maybe we'll do that. And somebody that ordered a Tumblr a while ago, uh, your order went out today, so you'll get that. Don't forget, ReforgeGaming.net now has merch. Hoodies, t-shirts, tumblers, mugs, things like that. Yo, what's good, Melrose Mike? I went to the main event with my son and a few of his friends the other day. We had so much fun, but what made me realize I truly miss a good uh, light guns game. They had so many light gun games, it was freaking blast. Oh, yeah, when my uh, my son and I went to a place that had a bunch of games, they had an amazing Halo game. You, like, sit in in it, and you have these guns. The guns were awesome. We got really, really far. It was a blast. Really, really was fun. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Innovation died with Steve. It's Apple. All right, all right, all right. Before we switch to members only Q&A, before we switch to that, I'm not switching the stream or anything. I just changed the chat. Guys, do me a favor and smash the like button. Let's set our sights on 300 likes. We currently have like 234. So let's set our sights on 300. We can hit 300 really, really easily. Is there anything that you feel I left out of the Xbox Developer Direct 2024? What to expect? Who's going to be there? I think, I thought Towerborn was going to be the shadow drop. It doesn't look that way now. Towerborn tweeted and said, we can't wait for you to play our game later this year. Now, they could be pulling a stunt and a looky-loo to trick us, but there's the game from Double Fine called Kiln. Hey, Skatinator says, come on, boys. Let's get this thing to the end. Let's get 78. There it is. Snow smash. That's not allowed. But in the games we're going to play, you could. Because I'm terrible at fighting games. I'm terrible. Go do research and you'll see. I don't know what to tell you. Critical Infinite on YouTube. Start. Oh, what are you guys debating? You think they'll still do everything presented here within one year? They're not doing that anymore, MASH. That showcase was in the middle of 2022, and it did not pan out that well for them because a ton of them didn't make it. And I think the new move is they're going to tell us, like, fast forward to the end of 2024. I think they're going to tab. By that time, we're going to have this long list of games that we know are coming in 2025. And we'll get the release dates at the developer direct. That's what I think that's a good pattern going forward. I do. You say things like, hey, here we here we go. We we got all these games coming next year. You know, and then they and then they give you the release dates at the developer direct. I think that's better for the de- the, the directors. I'm I'm sorry, for the developers. Yeah, I'm not worried about that, M. Gene. Seems ambitious. Doom Year Zero in August. So this guy is claiming he thinks they've got Stalker 2 for January, Towerborn for February. Well, he's not been paying attention because Towerborn made it sound like they're coming late. Shattered Spaces from Starfield in April. Again, that's just too ambitious. That's only... Okay, so if you take four 
times 30, right? There's your four months. That's 120. You take 120 and then you divide it by, uh, you divide it by seven. How many weeks is that? That's roughly 17 weeks. That's only three updates. That's only three updates. If he thinks Shattered Space is coming in April, Bethesda is doing an update to Starfield every six weeks. I think they're going to do that all year, and I think Shattered Space will be a late year announcement. I think, I'm not an announcement, I'm sorry. It'll be a late year release. They're going to update Starfield all year long, and then Shattered Space will be like a, a, a late second or third quarter release. I think they're going to want to be able to leverage that at the showcase. See, what these guys don't understand when they make their predictions is it's like Avowed in May, right? So he's got Starfield DLC and Avowed all before the showcase. So then the showcase could only talk about Flight Sim, Doom, Hellblade 2, Forza Horizon 6, Call of Duty Golf War, and Clockwork Revolution. So he's got games on there that Microsoft hasn't said a word about. I just, I don't think Microsoft's going to do that. He's got a game coming out every, every month. I just, I think, I think they're setting themselves up for disappointment. Microsoft has given no indication that they're going to be releasing a game every month. He literally, with the except, with, with the exception of June, he has a game coming out every month. Phil Spencer says, we're just now to the point we can do a big game at quality every quarter. And this guy's got a game coming out every month. Brother, you need to take so many of those games off there. Doom? Forza Horizon 6 and Clockwork Revolution, I would start with those. Just take those off there. I don't think those games are coming this year. They did the same thing last year. A lot of guys were out there saying, no, dude, Hellblade 2 is coming this year. Why? According to who? Why are you saying that? Like, just grabbing games and being like, no, dude, these are coming this year. Uh, I don't think so. I think the lineup is already really, really strong. I think Stalker 2, Towerborn, Avowed, Hellblade 2, Flight Sim, and Call of Duty. What? That's that's six. That's that's six. Like, what do you? Why do you need more than that? That's basically a game like every other every other month, roughly. I mean, if they if they decide to do it that way, that's plenty. You don't need all these other titles that we know nothing about. I see people putting like Indiana Jones and Clockwork Revolution, and then we got Forza and Doom. It's like, why are, why are you doing that? I don't know. <clears throat> I fully support the idea of being like, surprise, Doom's coming out in two months. That sounds amazing, but to go from virtually nothing in 2022 to... It got four games out last year. One of them was Redfall, Shaky, Forza Motorsport, shaky. Starfield, fine. Hi-Fi was like the champion in my book. My opinion, that's my opinion, okay? Those four games. If you get six, if you get six games this year, like, that's a big uptick. And then that's, like, maintainable. You're talking about 11 games. You think they can maintain that every year? Like, 11 first-party games or first party exclusives or first party published or first party owned that's bonkers like I just I don't think Xbox has plans to do that because they wouldn't be able to maintain that cadence I think four big games a year is a 
perfectly fine cadence. It's perfectly fine. PlayStation looks like they're going to hit between three and four first parties, supplemented by two to three second parties, and then obviously they lean heavily on third party. If Xbox comes out with four big first parties, and then a couple of their first party published or first party exclusive deals are smaller games like, you know, Tower Board and Immortals, uh, 33 Immortals, I think that's great. I think that's wonderful, because that's not even including all the third party games coming out this year. Yeah, and I don't know about Arc 2. They claimed that, that there was like an article that hit, or no, I'm sorry, there was something somewhere that had Arc listed for 2025. And they said it was a typo. And I don't know about that. That seems weird. Like, how, how does, how do you typo that? You know, especially since you've already done one delay. What exactly is development hell and who runs it? Perfect Dark is in development hell? Yeah, we don't know much about it. We know that half the staff left. We know the creative director is gone. The director is gone. They tapped Crystal Dynamics to come in and help. And there's rumors that it got completely rebooted, which it kind of makes sense if you lose your creative director and your director and half your staff and you tap another studio to come and help I would imagine that's kind of ripe for a um, that's kind of ripe I think for them lost my train of thought because I looked in the discord dang what was I saying? I completely lost my train of thought. I switched rooms in the Discord and looked at a bunch of animated GIFs and it froze my brain up. <clears throat> Excited for Power World. Um, oh, 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 oh. I was talking about uh, Perfect Dark. <clears throat> yeah, it, there's just, that, that's the recipe. That's just a recipe for a reboot. They're just going to start over. You know? Sorry. I always hate when I do that to myself. I distract myself. All right. Let let us let us switch gears here for 30 minutes and uh, let us do a members only chat. I'm going to turn on a Q&A AMA and this is your opportunity to ask me questions about subjects that are not necessarily specifically about today, okay? Cuz today was all about the Xbox Developer Direct. So we take the last 30 minutes and we kind of give it to the members. Now, if you're not a member, you can click join. Pick the member tier at 6. That's a full membership. If not, sit around. You might get a gifted. People might want to push that final 22. If they push that final 22 to 100, I got to give 5 more. So that's 27 potential more members you might get in. You might get to sample this. This is one other piece of the content that you get to sample as a gifted member. You also get access to our Discord immediately. And then you get access to Community Game Night. And we're going to try and unlock an extra Community Game Night this week. And everybody wants to beat the tar out of me in a fighting game. So, use the gaming AMA at the top of the chat. We're bringing back Q&A. You guys have been kind of enjoying it. I haven't been able to get to all the questions every single time. So, submit your questions quickly if you would like me to answer them in this sort of end of the stream thing that we do. Now, Bolton Gaming is asking me through the members gaming AMA. He says, Will Stalker 2 go multi-plat eventually 
Everything that we found seems to indicate that Stalker is on a timed exclusivity deal. Now, we also had something in 2021 that said they had no plans to bring it to PlayStation, or they had no plans to work on a PlayStation build, okay? But, right now, all signs point to the exclusivity deal for Stalker 2 being three months, right? I... I don't think that means as soon as three months is over that you suddenly are like, oh, hey, is Stalker's on PlayStation now? It looks like it would take a little bit longer than that. Um, so, and listen, tomorrow's stream is probably going to be about everything we're hearing about Microsoft's, <clears throat> excuse me, about Microsoft's plans for first party. And I think that dovetails really nicely with they're not going to pay for exclusivity anymore. They'll pay for like a time exclusive. Though. That would be, that would be my assumption. Now that's, again, that's going to be part of tomorrow's show. So I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to cannibalize tomorrow's show. Sven submits a question. Do you think it's best for Halo to take a step back, uh, to take a step forward? Seems like folks didn't vibe with the open world aspect and want to return to form. I actually agree with you. Yes. I think the open world aspect of Halo wasn't needed. Wasn't needed. So, you can look at games that do a more traditional mission style or more linear, or maybe they push against open world. Like, I know Final Fantasy 16 did this. They went with, like, open areas. It's not like open world. And... I, I thought that was fine. My issues with that game is its performance mode. I loved it. I loved the fact that there was just a more linear story mission quest driven element. And I think Halo could go back to its roots. Now, because when I say reboot and like kind of do what they did with Doom, when you play through the Doom campaign, it's Doom. Set pieces, awesome fights where the doors are locked and you can't get out and there's stuff in the room. And there's good cycles that you can get in and run around with, right? I, I think Halo could go back to the roots of, you know, mission design and the missions are then able to be, you know, increase in difficulty and then you can go back and replay them with the buddy. You know, gotta have co-op in there eventually. I understand the difficulty with split-screen co-op. I'm willing to let go of that. That's not something we're seeing in a lot of games. That's not something specific to Xbox. Split-screen co-op is sort of becoming less common. So, if you guys are just tuning in, we're currently doing a members-only Q&A. You can submit questions. Um, And uh, if you guys want, you could pull some people into this right now by gifting some members. Or if you guys want to jump in right now, pick a membership up click join and you can join us Stonespire says I joined late did you state your opinion on how many dates shadow drops will get in the show so I think we get release dates for Hellblade 2 Avowed Stalker 2 Towerborn and 33 Immortals I think we get release dates for all five of those games now the shadow drop I'm unclear on now because Towerborn tweeted that they can't wait for people to play their game later this year. So unless they're playing some kind of shell game to trick us so that then their, their shadow drops more exciting because everybody doesn't see it coming. 
you know, because everybody might be thinking, oh, Towerborn's coming later this year. Yeah, they tweeted. Okay. And then, boom, like they drop it. There's rumors that there's that double fine game called Kiln, which is like a really unique uh, multiplayer team brawler uh, that, they're, that they're working on. There's rumors that that's the game that they end up dropping, like a shadow drop, or maybe not a shadow drop, like a, hey, you can play it next week. Um, I also think there will be one surprise at the event that nobody's predicted. Somebody's going to show up. It's either going to be a game or a studio or a dev. You know, maybe it's Double Fine. Maybe it's that Shadow Drop or whatever. But I do think there's just going to be like another like, hey, surprise, you you know, you, you haven't heard from this dev in a really long time and they got a game coming for you guys this year. Is it this week? The rumors and the leaks are indicating that the Xbox Developer Direct 2024 is next week. So we will likely get an announcement this week. We had somebody come in this today, uh, Erotimus thinks the announcement's coming today, and I was like, alright, you know. That's that's the current, that's the current uh, word. Aren't Shadow Drops from games not previously announced? It's got kind of a liquid usage shooter forever, because you can say Shadow Drop, and it's literally like yes, we know about Towerborn, but if they were like, and you can play it today, that feels to me, you can call that a Shadow Drop, like nobody knew that was coming. Like, it's just available right now. You can play right now. Now, I also think in the spirit of that, you could say, and you can play Towerborn next week. Again, we don't think it's going to be Towerborn because of the tweet, but imagine that tweet didn't happen. Right? Like, you can play it next week. That's in the spirit of a shadow drop. It's like a, a we, I guess we could call it a surprise drop. Maybe that's better and more accurate because like Hi-Fi Rush was a genuine shadow drop no one knew about the game there were leakers predicting a rhythm game or something but we did not know a a, a single thing about the game and boom all of a sudden it's here it's playable it's on Game Pass so um, can I ask a question I have concerning PlayStation in this section. It's not entirely about Xbox, but my concerns about Call of Duty. Yeah, go ahead and submit it. That's fine. Totally fine. Let me go to the questions room and grab another question. How would you feel about a Hellblade 2 shadow drop of the Direct? Too soon? Too hyped to be a drop? I have a lot of feelings about that. Number one, yes, I think it's too big of a title to shadow drop. I think you want to leverage that marketing all year long. I think you want to have lengthy gameplay. You want to have Melina Jurgens there. Have her at the showcase. You know, have Ninja Theory there um, and and really push the release date. I think that'd be a big waste to shadow drop like Hellblade 2 or Avowed. They're, I feel like they're too talked about. You know, one's attached to Obsidian, the other's attached to an existing piece of property that a lot of people are very fond of. So, yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I do not think that uh, that 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 would be a game that they would want to shadow drop. And I don't want them to shadow drop it because I want Hellblade 2 to cook for as long as stinking possible. Like, release it in November or something. Like, I want Ninja Theory to have as much time as possible um, to work on that game. So, and, and, and that's just because of what they said about, like, in the middle of 2021, they weren't in full production. They're not a very large team, you know, about 120 people there and I'm like I I hope that the timeline was was long enough for them another question in here from PWH Town do you think this year will help Microsoft spike Game Pass subs last year didn't with the closure of Activision Blizzard and four first party releases so I'm curious to see if it'll change with all the IPs they have 
here's the difficulty with that we don't know where game pass subscriber numbers are we know that starfield caused the single biggest day of people to get game pass and mash with another five bomb he says hey guys come on in welcome on in you can now take part in the member only q a and he says come on boys let's hit 100 members and he pushes it to 83 if you guys get 100 i owe you another five let's do it let's get more people in here to q a let's get more people into the discord right let's let's show people the reality and the truth about what we do here in the face of you know all of the other stuff that gets said and claimed. I think we've put on a very good display of what we do here today, and I appreciate it very much. Hello Games is 20 people and made No Man's Sky. Y- yes, and look how long it took them to get No Man's Sky where it is today, Hotshot. Do you honestly think that the technology leveraged by No Man's Sky is indicative of, like, all of the work that went into it? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's a that's a... With all due respect, that is a terrible comparison because No Man's Sky launched extremely bare bones. It took them seven years to get the game where it is today. And 120 people building a very high fidelity graphic, cinematically driven game with, with, with Unreal 5 and it looks incredible and not being in full production. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, to a certain extent, what you're saying doesn't even apply. We know. We know what is required for good development, and it's like four to five years minimum. And they don't seem to have had that amount of time for Hellblade 2. Big Leto with nine months. Another month of greatness. Leto, if you're not a gifted membership, if you're paying for your own, you need to bump up out of that tier. $5 is now called gifted. 6 is called member. We made that distinction, and we need you to bump up. If you can't bump up, that's totally fine, but we had to make that change in the new year. Welcome back. Avit7 is a member. Haven't seen full-blown gameplay yet, and you don't think that's even remotely concerning? Hotshot, you don't, you're not concerned about that? We've seen two and a half minutes of raw, uncut gameplay of uh, Helldivers 2. That's coming. You know, I'm concerned about Rise of the Ronin. Why? We got a very spliced up gameplay trailer and some of the animations look kind of wonky. You see, like, I'm consistent. I've got concerns about Rise of the Ronin. I've got concerns about Avowed. I'm not as concerned about Hellblade 2, but it's like, yo, where, where, where's the raw uncut gameplay? Where is it? Your games are allegedly right around the corner. Where? Okay, can we see some more? That's what I'm hoping to see at the developer direct. That's what I'm hoping that they decide to do. Because when I watched that Rise of the Ronin trailer, I said the same thing. I, I, I'm consistent in this. I don't. I don't like pull my punches because like, oh, it's the platform I like more. No, I was like, I watched that Rise of the Ronin trailer. I was like, that looked kind of bad. I, I I immediately said that. I was like, that looks kind of bad. And the animations look kind of bad. Why? It's spliced up. It's chopped up. It's like an old gen art style. It doesn't look like there's a lot of high fidelity graphics and textures. And that's okay. But even the player animation seems really inconsistent. This like really rough horse animation and some of the running. I was like, ah, this is kind of rough. I want to see some uncut gameplay of Rise of the Rona. Thank you, Lido. Thank you for doing that, for upgrading the member. I appreciate the folks who understand what we're doing here and understand... You know, that context is always super important when words are stated. Uh, Let me go here to the questions. 
We got about 20 more minutes. We got about 20 more minutes of members only Q&A and we only need 17 more to hit 100. Come on, make me pay five more. I'm sorry, gift five more. Make me do it. Uh, let's see here. Who did I read last? Oh, P-Dub H-Town. Uh, yeah, but P-Dub H-Town, I don't know what the impact will be on Game Pass. If Starfield was the single greatest ad of Game Pass subscribers in a day, I don't think they have titles this year that will do that. I think that's fair to say. Like, I don't think like Avowed or Hellblade 2 or Stalker 2, I don't think that's going to create this surge of Game Pass subscribers the way that Starfield did. So I think their growth of of Game Pass going forward is going to be a very different strategy. I think they're going to look at like PC Game Pass in Japan. I think they're going to look at trying to get Game Pass on mobile devices and TVs. I think those are the routes they're going to go to increase their Game Pass uh, subscriber numbers. JC says, if Hellblade 2 and Avowed don't get release dates, do you think they launch this year? Oh, I'm going to be dead honest with you. Whiskey Neat bumps the line and gifts a member and takes it up to 84. Thank you very much. If we, I'm going to be dead honest with you. If we don't get release dates for Hellblade 2 and Avowed, I'll be real concerned. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really concerned. That's not... What? It's January. Do you remember when I said that about Forza Motorsport? I said, I don't know, dude. That's worrisome. You you don't know in the next 11 months? You don't know when your date is? That seems kind of crazy to me. You're on the runway, bro. You're on the runway. When's the date? When's it coming? And look what happened. Forza Motorsport was clearly not ready. It wasn't. They had to announce the removal of features, cut features, features and tracks coming later. Why? Because the game wasn't ready. So when you're not beholden to a brand and you can just call it how it is. And I remember just saying like, ah, that's concerning. Sports Motorsports not ready. Like, I, I don't know. That's worrying. And what happened? It came out. It wasn't at the graphical fidelity they promised. It didn't have features. That, that, that people were expecting and features and tracks were promised to come later and it has a terrible score on Steam and it has a terrible score on the Xbox store so I mean you can run to Metacritic all you want the facts are the facts that game landed terribly according to the people playing it according to the people playing it that game's in a terrible state yeah, it, well there's a bias against Xbox games on Steam well then explain the Xbox store score to me what's going on there Call a spade a spade. When that game didn't have a release date at the developer direct, that was a cause for concern. It was like, game's not ready. You're in the year it's launching and they can't give us a date. You couldn't even say fourth quarter? Come on. Yo, my man Brooklyn Breed, eight months. We made it eight months. Good morning, everyone. Good to see you, sir. Brooklyn, I can't remember if you're gifted or if if you've got your own membership. If you're paying for your own, you're going to want to bump up if you want to be a part of what we do later. I can't remember what I can't remember what you do. Uh, it, my, memory, my memory on it's foggy. Good to see you, though. Good to see you, brother. Um. So yeah. If if we don't have release dates for Avowed, if we don't have release dates for Hellblade Two, I'll be worried. I'll be worried. We got 15 minutes. We're going to transition to a video about Borderlands 4 and we need 15 members basically in 15 minutes. Let's see if we can do it. Let's get 15 more people in here and then I'll give five more. Uh, Let me check the members only question room. Hilly says, uh, I have two questions. 
two questions do you think hellblade will be 30 fps so it can run on the series s or run on the series or will they drop parity well here's the thing and i'm not including your third question about the badge hilly come on (laughs) um here's the thing about parity parity doesn't refer to performance so you can have hellblade 2 drop 60 fps on the series x and 30 fps on the s you can what membership do i need you just need the it's it's called member tier it's six bucks we have gifted member vip those are the only three you need to concern yourself with if hellblade through if hellblade 2 is 30 fps on the series x that's one more time i gotta go play a game on my pc i i just i i don't know how else to say this the series x becomes a the, the the most literal version of a falsely advertised product if hellblade 2 is 30 fps and i gotta go one more time retreat to my pc to get 60 fps i there's no other way to say it it's like well then the series x you know the, the, the cake was a lie in portal and the series x is a lie Yo, welcome bolton gaming to the member tier thank you for doing that i'm sorry that's my opinion that's my take if if you're if your next big title lands again your next graphic push game comes and it's like yeah it's 30 fps in the series x then what and the series x is a lie bro what's the point of it and everybody you, you, these people want to defend 30 fps y- y- y'all were defending and claiming you were going to get 120 and standard 60 output where is that Where's that energy? Where's those promises? Where's that peacocking? Where is all of that? We went from, this is going to run circles around the PS5, standard 60 output up to 120 to defending 30 FPS. Like, goodness gracious. Have some standards. Be consistent. Hold them accountable. Call a spade a spade. I will. You better believe it. If Hellblade 2 is revealed to only be 30 FPS on the Series X, I got that monologue already ready to go. I haven't written it, but it's all up here. I'll be furious. It'd be like, what in the heck was the point of this thing, dude? I I refuse to believe that they're going to launch Hellblade 2 at, at 30 on the Series X. I, I, I don't think they'll do that. I, I, Stalker 2, same deal. Stalker 2, come on. It's going to have a performance mode and a quality mode. There's literally no way they walk out this year and they do that. No way. No way. We got 13 minutes left on the members only Q&A. And let me take another question here. Xbox only questions? No, that's why it says gaming AMA at the top of the chat. It's gaming AMA. You can ask me anything about gaming. Um, Lone Wolf says, maybe should I, I just should have let you forget, but I'm not a coward. I bet 10 gifteds that avowed would be in the mid 80s on Open Critic, and it would be within 5% of the Steam score of the Outer Worlds. Alright, tuck that away and save it, Lone Wolf. I think currently from what we've seen from Avowed, I actually think you're you're gonna lose that bet. I think it'll fall into the 70s. I think it'll fall into the 70s. I just that's not hate, that's just a prediction. Prediction. And if I'm wrong, that'll be so fun to gift ten members, say I was wrong, and yeah. Dumby Kowal says, Do you think Path of Exile 2 will win the looter genre this year? Uh, 
it's my understanding that are they targeting releasing this year? I thought they were targeting a beta this year. Do we know? I I don't actually know. I don't follow Path of Exile. I'm excited to try it, but I my understanding was that they're targeting a beta this year, and they announced it last year when Diablo wasn't in the greatest of uh, states. Hopefully, two will be in the seventies. I don't know. I'm not sure. If you guys are hanging out and enjoying the show, do me a favor, smash that like button. We need 30 more likes to hit 300 likes. If you want to join the question and answer session right now, use the gaming AMA Q&A at the top of the chat. You do need to be a member to engage with that, but you could be a gifted member. And we just need 16 more to hit 100, and then I'll give five more. You guys got 10 minutes if you want to make a final run before we go to our Borderlands 4 video. Uh, Dumby Kowalsa, oh, I, already, I already answered that one. Uh, do you think PlayStation will try to have Call of Duty on the PS6 since they have voiced their concerns about Microsoft owning the IP now? Or do you think they'll try to go with X Defiant for the answer? I mean, I would imagine that the PlayStation 6 will get the... Um, PlayStation 6 will get Call of Duty for one simple reason. Microsoft wants the revenue. It's not a matter of, of, well, we got to make sure our platform gets excluded. No. Read the writing on the wall. We tried to tell everybody what was going to happen, and we were called haters. We were called all kinds of things for basically saying, if they get Activision Blizzard, and if you listen to Phil Spencer closely enough, their strategy is clear as crystal. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And if everything we heard over the weekend about Xbox rings true, then listen to me. Listen to me. There's no way Call of Duty's not on the PlayStation 6. So That's not even going to be a question in their mind at that point. There's no question at that point. It just isn't. It's like, of course it would be on the PlayStation 6. Like, that's their strategy going forward. Their strategy is to have their stuff everywhere. Especially, especially Call of Duty on PlayStation. When such a significant number of people buy that game on that platform. That is so much revenue. So much revenue. And if if people would just stop banging tribal drums, drums for just a second none of this was difficult to predict it wasn't it wasn't difficult to predict but when you are blinded by platform allegiance you will be and you're seeing it right now there's just a full on state of denial about what's coming what's happening a full on state of denial it's like no way no I'm gonna walk I'm gonna be done okay we tried to tell we tried to tell you a lot of us said this is the path they'll take you won't be a priority anymore and buddy are people feeling that already and so call of duty on the playstation 6 (laughs) zero doubts in my mind zero doubts never been more confident that you will always see that game on other platforms always too valuable too much money Microsoft is in the business of making money. Why do you think they spent $70 billion? 
Why? Did they save $70 billion? I'm sorry. Did they spend $70 billion for, for you? Did they? Remember what we said? We said Lulu's going to walk. She's going to walk as soon as the ink's dry. Where is she now? You're not a priority anymore. We said this. We did. (laughs) We were called horses. We were called haters. That's going to be a new segment. Haters and horses. I mean, it... It, it's not, none of this, none of this was difficult to predict. None of it. If you're not beholden to a narrative, if you're not beholden to a platform. So I'm just giving you a taste of tomorrow. All right. Seven minutes. We are going to go to a premiere. We are going to go to a premiere in seven minutes about what I want from Borderlands 4. It was a question submitted by a member in our discord. That is a new feature that you can take advantage of with a membership and that can be a gifted membership and a bunch of you got that today so if you guys want to push the member goal in the next seven minutes if you want to push it to 100 you got to push now and then I'll give five and then we'll get out of here and then we'll go to the writer's room after my Borderlands 4 video Hadigan says with game budgets ballooning do you think more devs may approach breaking games into uh, up as similar as Square is handling Final Fantasy 7. Well, yeah. Yes. If you looked at the Insomniac leaks, there's already evidence of that being a thing, yeah. Mhm. Like they basically said I mean, this is what Insomniac's basically saying, that it makes more sense to split the split the thing in half and do 50 bucks for every release instead of one big release at 70, right? And obviously, every goes, everybody goes with their clickbait titles like, $150 for Spider-Man 3! Like, we, I've been saying for a very long time, games are not expensive enough, game prices are going to go up, we get way more game for way less money than we did in the 90s, and the early 2000s and I was always told that I was a corporate shill and an idiot and these are market realities they're market realities like when you when you when you look at what's happening and what people are saying and you listen to people like Sean Layden and all these other people that have been saying this is coming and you say this is coming when someone responds with an insult and they call you a name it's because they know you're right. And it makes their hand shake because they hate that idea. They hate the idea that their mantra, their disposition, their us versus the developers and us versus the publishers. Like they hate sensing that they're wrong. That like this is coming. You can't keep doing what we're doing. It's not working. Businesses will adapt. The market will adapt. Your ideology is stuck in some weird rut. That's why they don't like when people say these things. It's emotionally upsetting for them because it's like, no, 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 no. That it's it's Luke at the end of Empire Strikes Back. 
that's not true that's impossible it's this big emotional outburst it's why they name call that's what you do when you lash out from like a from a oh no my fifis no that can't possibly be true it is it's true the market reality there's big money to be made in gaming the budgets are getting too big the companies are getting too big they're gonna have to charge you more money you're just a corporate shill what you could hear this in an economics class at a college campus what are you gonna do hurl an apple at the teacher and call him a pony and call him a corporate shill it's just a market reality it's it's expensive and they're not making enough money so they either adapt and live or they refuse to adapt and they die that's the way that's the way of the business world So, three minutes. In three minutes, we're going to go to my Borderlands 3 video. If you guys are going to scramble, now's the time. You guys always like to wait to the last minute. Don't do not do it. You can do it during the premiere as well. If you guys want to save it for the premiere, you could do that. 16 more members. I'll give five. That'll be a really, really strong bounce back day as we set our sights on an extra an extra community game night. This is available for everybody, and we are at 2,300 members right now. We are shooting for 2,500 members, so thank you guys for a really, really strong day. Every month, you get a community game night, no matter what. It's the last Friday of the month, and that is afforded to all member tiers. But we do a writer's room segment every day that is reserved for people paying for the $6 tier and up. So if you want to be a part of that, it's a, it's a show planning stream. Uh, we, we pick the topic. We outline the topic. It's a really good time. You guys can influence that topic. Uh, but you can also influence the videos I make through the Discord. And Raijin says, come on, boys, at the buzzer. And he takes us to 89. Oh, boy. That's really close. We need 11 more. Can you guys do it in two minutes? Raijin believes in miracles he believes in buzzer beaters somebody help this man out don't let him hanging at the very very end of the stream like that i appreciate that so, so much and another one from whiskey neat whiskey neat setting up the 10 bomb slam home he rounds things out really really nicely to 90 we'll see who reaches for the prize for the 10 bomb i'm gonna spam a link in chat i'm also gonna redirect you to a borderlands 4 video okay if you want to continue with us for the rest of the day once the borderlands 4 video is over head to the discord or upgrade to a member upgrade from gifted you can do both of those things you can get into the discord at no cost because you've been gifted a member you get access if you want to bump up to get access to the writer's room you can do that it's a dollar and i might end up having to gift five members because we need 10 more but the premiere is going to start. I got to spam the link. We got to get out of here. If somebody drops a 10 bomb, I'll do the five in the premiere. Or if they drop it in the premiere, I'll do it. Use the link in chat. I'm going to redirect you. Let's go talk about what I want to see in Borderlands 4. 